welcome to Mood Reader's Podcast, Kindle Unhinged. Hello, Mood Readers, and welcome to an unhinged episode of Kindle Unhinged, where uh, we are coming to you to tell you about a book that we read on Kindle Unlimited that we may or may not regret reading. (laughs) This particular book is one that I refer to as the Neutral Milk Hotel because (laughs) that's the name of a band and this involves milk and that's just where my brain goes. But Emily, you read it as our resident nasty book girl. What Uh, is the name of the book? Monster fucker. I was going to say, I don't read just any nasty book. I do actually, but I prefer (laughs) (laughs) the monster nasty books. All right. So what did you read? What's the actual name? Let's not have the band sue us for. We don't want the band to sue us. Okay. So here it is, guys. This is the one when you think of Kindle unhinged, what crazy thing is Emily going to read next? What wacky monsters? That's right. It's Morning Glory Milking Farm by (laughs) C.M. Niscosta. The title of it never ceases to just make me laugh in horror. (laughs) It just makes me want to gag because I just... Yeah, it makes me gag too. I have a really bad gag reflex. So it has a new cover. So if you look at the, the current cover, it's got this giant hulking shirtless minotaur just you know leaning casually against a very classic 1980s romance heroine who is pouring out a giant vessel of kind of white milky substance as she leans aesthetically against him but the old cover is the one that i remember the one where it's just Hands putting on some black rubber gloves. Oh, <laughs> superimposed over a like milk jug, <laughs> which looks like it was full to overspilling, full to overflow, and then the shadow of a minotaur superimposed in the background. Oh, there's like some bubbly froth going on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not gonna survive this episode. I'm nope. so glad she was wearing gloves. <laughs> yeah, they always wear gloves. Safety first. So, safety first. So let me tell you about this book. First, I want to clarify that I read this as a joke, like, kind of. But, you know, morbid curiosity. I was thinking this is going to be sort of like given to the Groundhog God. But actually, this was extremely competent monster smut. Like, very well written. Super engaging and fun. I really like the world that this author has built. Cambrick Creek is the name of the charming little neighborhood where humans and monsters are living together. She has very intentionally created this universe. It is book one of the Cambrick Creek, Cam- sorry, Cambrick Creek series. She did almost say Queen. <laughs> no. I- <laughs> Nora's Listen. face was like, did she? And I just wanted no. to confirm that that word Thank you. came out. Thank you. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Listen, I'm on, I'm on my like second and a half drink. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> okay. So like this world building is great. The monster, you know, universe is charming and she's a very good writer. So like, don't go into this thinking this is dumb. <laughs> I'm on the images page of Google oh, and no. I just, I accidentally read a quote. <laughs> what is it? 
She should have let go. Violet knew that, told herself she ought to do so immediately, but she was hypnotized by the way his heavy balls throbbed as he came, each spurt into the milking machine originating beneath her fingertips, and she began to squeeze them in time, helping him empty every drop. I'm not okay. I regret regret asking you to read that. I apologize, universe. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. We haven't even gotten there yet. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Okay, let me just. Okay, all right. Set, a, set us up for what that scene, quote yeah. is. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So this book is about Violet. She's described as a typical down on her luck millennial, which, like, uh, yeah, she's in her mid twenty. Pretty young to be a millennial, but whatever. It's fine. Listen, as someone who sort of on daily is considering beat picks as a career instead of working. For the man. <laughs> this is your book. I know what she's talking about. This I'm is with her. Jane. This is your book, man. You can find true love. No offense, <laughs> Mrs. Jane Austen. So she's a down in her like millennial. She's described as quote unquote overeducated and drowning in debt. I find that offensive. Fine. She is on the verge of moving back into her parents' basement. Done. She right. So she's <laughs> desperate. She's like she's living in a very expensive city, like in this economy. It's terrible. So she bites the bullet and she applies to work at the Morning Glory milking farm as a milking technician. Okay. <laughs> it's an unconventional job in the very charming neighborhood. So she's gonna go for it because she is not accepting basement life. Not hey, not what this is she gonna do be like a data analyst for a tech firm no <laughs> never that would be a fate cooler than death nobody would ever read a book <laughs> read a book about that she's gonna go squeeze balls <laughs> so, well you know the thing about the morning glory farm is that it offers full-time hours full benefits and generous pay no experience necessary Boom. Those Boom. are all the jobs that I applied for. Yeah. There's out of only college after the Great Recession happened. The first <laughs> one. I can't. Yeah, the first one. <laughs> the first one. This is from the Amazon description. There's only one catch. The clientele, oh my God, is grade A certified prime beef. <laughs> no. Wait, she didn't finish her sentence. <laughs> With manly, meaty endowments to match. Oh, God. I can't do this. Oh, God. Okay, so here's the deal. Meaty. Meaty. I'm stuck on meaty. Prime beef is my problem. I feel like that's offensive to minotaurs. (laughs) So it turns out in in this universe, humans and monsters have recently integrated into society together. It's still kind of new. Still kind of different. It's the kind of thing that when you tell I'm dating a new guy and she's like, what's he like? And you're like, well, he's a minotaur. She, your mom is going to be like, oh, well, mm-hmm. my neighbor's daughter met a minotaur one time. I'm against that. And like goes out of her way to not be a mm-hmm. or whatever. In this universe, it turns out that all those little blue pills that, you know, help gentlemen achieve fulfillment in their later years. For several hours. For several hours. If it goes more than four, go to the hospital. <laughs> All of that has been made with Minotaur semen. Oh, no. The <laughs> medical properties of Minotaur semen are unmatched in creating, you know, dick pills. So <laughs> the pharmaceutical company creates a Minotaur milking farm. They Everything hire, goes back to big pharma. It's always yeah. big pharma and <laughs> capitalism wins again. 
So Violet applies to work here as a milking technician. I need to know what kind of form they, these people are taking when it comes to like the, the Minotaur semen drug. Is it in pill form? Is it capsule? Oh, yeah. Is it like a shot? Are we like taking a shot no. of semen? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's a pill. It's okay. just the pill. Okay. It's, I, honestly, I can't remember any of the brand names. Like I, I really hope they go into like what is uh, the sort of intro training for a no experience needed yeah. Oh, yeah. technician. Yeah, I what, can tell what's you. What's your that. onboarding? What's onboarding your, like? Violet is very dedicated and very thorough. She is a very good note taking millennial. She has to watch a series of videos where we observe <laughs> a Minotaur come into the collection room. The collection room has two levels. So the Minotaur is on the top level. The technician is on the bottom level. There is kind of a slanted board separating the two with like, you know, a sizable hole where (laughs) the Minotaur can then proceed to lean onto the board, insert his junk into the hole. The technician puts on her gloves. Hooks up the machine and, um, you know. Milks. Milks Milks him. him. Oh, God. (laughs) So, quickly, like, I've worked several, like, retail jobs where in the early 2000s where they were still showing, you know, the films on the TVs with the VHS player. But it's, like, the corporate films. Like, Mm -hmm. now that you work here, here's our safety. Here's our anti-union. That's exactly what she wants. I can perfectly picture, like, a corporate video of like how the milking yeah. farm works and then they lean and then with your yeah. gloved hand. Violet you- watches these videos so many times that she says that the voice of the cheerful fox lady haunts her dreams. <laughs> she is so determined to get this right. So then you think training uncomfortable and awkward. Violet arrives at the milking farm. She is assigned to a current employee who's super lovely and uh, she has to shadow this employee for two weeks to learn how to be a milking technician. They just hang out together for Mm -hmm. two weeks. The problem is, and it's not a problem for Violet, it's just a problem for me, that she just has to (laughs) chill in the corner while her new work bestie, you know, services Minotaur after Minotaur after Minotaur. And so I guess she's like there yeah, in my mind with her notebook, uh, like learning with notebook. Yep. to yep. like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, their hand is a little mm-hmm. tired from the grip. So I see uh-huh. now how they easily transition out to the other hand and right. you know, fatigue. Work uh, the balls. Mm-hmm. Yes. The speed, all of that. The, different, mm-hmm. the different types of speeds. So her work, Bessie, honestly can't remember her name. She's lovely. Uh, she tells her how there are three kinds of clients. So the Minotaurs show up. They clock in. They are paid per ounce. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the clock watchers. These are the men who will come in, drop their pants. They don't really make small talk. You go for it. They go for it. They pull up their pants. They're out of here. They're just collecting a paycheck. Same. Yeah, right? Okay. So then you've got, I don't remember the other one. They're a little more chatty, like they're enjoying the experience a little bit too much. They maybe want to talk to you a little bit. They like it that way, you know? Maybe they'll request a specific technician because they like her technique. Oh, right. It's a little weird. Uh, The third (laughs) is my favorite. Oh, no. (laughs) Third kind of clientele that Violet learns about at the 
Morning Glory Milking Farm are the good little cows. Ew. The good little cows. <laughs> particular kink <laughs> is, <laughs> is kind I mean, we don't kink shame people. No. Right? But, like, can we kink shame minotaurs? Because, like, they're not real, you know? I don't know. What's I don't know kink? right now. No, no. The kink is that they're being milked and they're into milkmaids and, like. Oh, I can't they that. wear like, little kink. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Violet is not that into it because she's like, sir, this is my job. I'm not a sex worker. I'm oh a- Oh my gosh, she's a professional adult. Like She's, she's a, a professional. professional adult. She is literally a collection technician. She wears scrubs and a mask and a thingy over her hair to keep her hair out of the collection jars. Like, <laughs> she is- Violet is like every millennial yes. girl outside of college who went yep. for like their first corporate job and was Serious like, I job. want to be taken seriously as an adult. Excuse me, sir. I am an adult that is a grown up. Now, please hand me your cock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is her deal. Okay. So that's, that's what's going on. And the girls who work there all wear scrubs and like those nurse shoes. It's all very professional. She's very clear. She's like, I don't consider sex worker. Every interaction that she's observed, it's not sex work. I mean, sometimes the good little cows are getting off, but then it's Violet's <laughs> first day at the work. Good little cows. <laughs> sometimes they ask the technicians to wear like milkmaid costumes. No. So that they can- <laughs> yeah, that's what I was picturing. And that's when Violet is like, no, I'm a professional. Yeah, I'm literally, professional. she's like, uh, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so it's her first day on her own, flying solo. She pushed through training, and her very first solo client is the one that ultimately captures her heart. Ew. It's real gross. He's a clock watcher. He comes in. His shoes are really expensive, because she could see that through the dick hole. <laughs> Literally, that's how it's described. <laughs> I don't know how else to talk about this. I'm just, I'm still trying to figure out how she can. Okay, well, maybe his dick's not in the hole yet when she sees the shoes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, she's on the bottom floor. She's peering up through the hole. Mm-hmm. So she never sees his face, you know, but he comes in and he like drops his pants and she's like, oh, okay. She can see his fancy watch or whatever. She's like, oh, this is a rich one. Inserts. Into the contraption, mm-hmm. and she apparently gives him the best hand job of his life. He fills up three collection bottles. No, <laughs> because it's just he's that rich. good. He is he's rich. rich. He's paid, he's he is paid rich. Per ounce. He is just yeah. letting the juices flow. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, homeboy comes in once a week, but he's never had a collection good as what you know Violet gave him. Oh. So immediately. The sanctity of the profession has been, you know, broken because she's kind of turned on by it, like his massive dick and like all that mm-hmm. situation and like his really soft fur because he's a minotaur. Oh. Um, okay, I have a yeah. question. Okay. Okay, so can she see his soft, fluffy fur into the hole or is his, are his balls soft and fluffy? Yeah. Uh, both. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, she can see like when he sits back up and pulls up his pants or whatever. Okay. Know. She can see his soft pretty fluffy much, first. Yeah. Pretty much the only thing she can't see is his face, but she hears his voice. And then the next week comes around, Friday rolls around again, and she receives her assignments for the day. And one of them has a special star on it. 
And it's that guy, and he has requested her. And all the girls at work are like, ooh, Violet. And she's like, I'm a professional. Shut up. I'm, I'm just really good at my job. She, I, she is. I watched those training videos a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she took notes. Honestly, she had a notebook. So she's trying real hard to maintain her professionalism. But at some point during one of their Mr. Clockwatcher, you know, asks to see her outside of the milking farm on a date. Do they talk at all while? That, yeah, while yeah, he, we didn't talk about this. We this should. Has to, I'm sorry. There's got to be some sort of employee handbook that mm-hmm, this yeah. violates. We need yeah, to call HR. So. For we sure. should yeah. call HR. <laughs> I feel like if you have to explain to people that you are not a sex worker, let me point out being a sex worker, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're no. just being like, by the letter, technically, I am not a sex worker. That's fine. But if you have to say that to people, then maybe dating your clients is probably not a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a guess. Are they able to chat? Yeah. Okay. Chat. So you know how when you go to see your OBGYN for your annual checkup. Oh, yeah. And you've yeah. got your feet in the stirrups and like she tells you to scoot down. So you scoot down and then she tells you to scoot down again. So you again uh and at some point she's making conversation job while like she's wrist deep inside you yeah and it's it's that vibe is just like that like he's about to come and she's like crazy weather we've been having and he's like (laughs) yeah it's doesn't it you know that she has to stop talking how's your mom and then how's your mom (laughs) 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 oh my god i can't believe it's on the podcast yeah so they start dating and it turns out that he is a very interesting, wealthy individual who is interested in her for more than just, you know, her hand jobs. And it actually takes a while for, like, the romantic smut to happen because he really wants to get to know her. So there does come a point where you're like, oh, my God, please just take off your pants outside of the <laughs> clinic. Yeah. <laughs> So then when they start dating, Violet is like, are you still going to the clinic? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, are you seeing other technicians? <gasps> and he's mm. like, I won't if you don't want me to. And then she's like, I mean, who am I to stop you collecting your paycheck? I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's a lot. complicated. This, that is complicated. This sort of gets into some, like, ethical territory mm-hmm. with, like, Yeah. So they're dating, and so they have this conversation where she's basically, essentially tells him but doesn't tell him, I don't want you to see other technicians. And then he's like, I don't think I can see you for that when we're Mm. dating and we're not there yet. Because he's like trying to have a serious dating relationship. So he's like, I can't whip it out. Yeah. Taking it slow. If you and I are not there yet and it's He's yeah. like you yeah. can't milk it at your job oh, if we're not milking it at recreationally home. yeah oh, and i'm not milking God. you as well <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually it's contrary to what you might think a little bit of a slow burn for a short book it's a slow burn that is complex i had no idea yeah it's actually pretty complex <laughs> yeah. yeah i told you, you this is well written and like their relationship was interesting and the town was charming and you know okay it's huge i have a question is this occupation seen as like lesser than others or is it just like kind of like your typical 
like, I guess nowadays it would be like, okay, I graduated. I need a job to pay off all my debt. I'll go work for like a phone. You know, a lot of people go work for like a phone company and they're, you know, do that Uh, for a little bit. I don't know how the rest of the world perceives it. I do know, like, so she's only interacting other with the Minotaur that she meets. And then her other co-workers, who she loves, she loves this job. This is great. The co-workers are amazing. She's got incredible, like, grip strength now. I mean, so. <laughs> but she she never tells her mom what she's doing in the book. Like, she'll oh, talk okay. to her mom in the book and be like, oh, yeah, I met somebody. Or, no, I don't want to move home. But she never okay. tells her, I jerk off minotaurs for a living <laughs> for Big Pharma. Okay. <laughs> So I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I wonder what the, like, ladder looks like as she's, like, wanting to become more successful in that role. Like, what sort of areas for growth is there in the company? Like, this is clearly an entry-level position. Like, what opportunities (laughs) for growth at the milking farm are available to our workers? What's our next step? So this is actually an interesting plot point, but not the way you think. Violet actually has a degree in art history and restoration focused on classical uh, interiors. So for like old houses and which is, well, yeah. So that's why she's at a milking farm because, (laughs) because the world sucks Yeah, because it's not a valuable thing because she tells her Minotaur gentleman about her, you know, goals that she would have one day loved to be, um, working in restoration for like historical properties and he helps her find an interview for the local you know like fancy house it's like it's a museum kind of but they're bringing it to the status that it was originally in the 1880s mm-hmm. okay cool so violet has dreams but she's very clear that she's like she enjoys her work she loves her co-workers she loves having Health insurance. I mean, this book was written for us, basically. Right. <laughs> but her new gentleman friend helps her pursue her larger aspirations. So, yeah. It's okay. interesting. Yeah. So love we- that. This is, yeah, this is basically like uh, a narrative on the millennial experience for <laughs> anyone who graduated around the first Great Recession around 2007, 2008, and you had like your silly little arts degree, and then you had to get your silly little job where suddenly everyone was laid off, and now uh, entry-level positions are going to people with like 10 years of experience, and yeah, yeah this book sounds like it was yeah, and, and just like for us. What we're willing to do you mm-hmm. know, for security. <laughs> Honestly, if this job existed in this uh, world and yeah. it paid a, a good Pays enough well. rate, like, yeah. I'm not above. Yeah. So she reads the advertisement. I, and she's I, like, I might be. you might be. She <laughs> reads the advertisement. She's like, full pay benefits. This is amazing. Is that what? Is that a two figure salary or wait, five figure salary? Like, this is great. Two this is better than salary. I've ever had. So, you know what I mean? And then she's like, what's the catch? And then she's like, the advertisement is oddly not very specific. I wonder what this job actually does. And then she finds out. She needed glass door. Yeah, she did. But hey, it sounds like she like was not, she was a fan of the work. She was ready to impress and do her best and Mm -hmm. elect her milk. And (laughs) I wonder if they do like employee of the month. 
They do. Yes, they do. Yes, like I do. highest collection amounts. Because yeah. you know, if you're a really good technician, oh, she got it. More. Though she got it with what's his face hat. She did. She got it. She got. I mean, everybody was like, "Wow, three bottles. Very impressive." What is what is like the norm? What is the okay, like the one. average one? So like one ounce. One well, one bottle. Oh, one Honestly, bottle. oh God, this is going to be so uncomfortable. I can't even believe I'm going to say this. It reminded me a lot of when I was breastfeeding. <laughs> and listen, and you That's are also liquid gold. It's <laughs> literally liquid gold. And you are watching foot and you are mm-hmm. like counting those ounces. And you're like, okay, I'm not going to make quota. This is not good. What am I going to do? And then sometimes you're like, oh, thank God I brought a third bo- collection bottle. I can't. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to ruin everything. <laughs> it's a weird book. Let's just put it that way. How many, it, ou- how many ounces is in a bottle, would you think? I have no idea. It's like, I don't know. This like, big, she gestures vaguely. <laughs> oh so I'm, I'm like pretty big. of like a water bottle bottle. So we've No, like- no, no. It's smaller than that. Yeah. It's like half a water bottle size, maybe. Like a little water bottle. That's still a lot of semen. Yeah. 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 It's a lot. Yeah. And he does he does a bunch in the beginning because he just really likes her technique. So shockingly, this is actually a super cozy story. It's charming. I like Violet a lot. They had they do eventually have actual sexy. I do want to warn you, it's only like one and a half sexy times. So you know, okay. but there's one moment in a restaurant in public that was fun. But Ew. Ooh, yeah. I love but those. Fairly brief, but you know. Yeah. And then, and then you know they hook up, and then book. So for the most I, part, it, it honestly, if you take out the crazy stuff, it sounds weirdly relatable. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was weird, but it was very relatable. <laughs> oh man, the it's shock actually- value alone is worth it. I was about to say, this actually sounds like the least unhinged of the unhinged mm-hmm. books we've talked about. <laughs> that like is, if you take out yeah. the job, yeah. The, yeah. the act of the job, everything else sounds like, oh, yeah, I, I understand okay. that. Right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this book's hook is the absurd con- uh, concept contrasted with Violet's very normal, relatable lived experience. And just yeah. like the smash of the two of those lasts for like the first half of the book basically where you're just like this is so crazy but it feels so normal yeah that's because, I love that. yeah because this, this having fun. to do what you got to do to make mm-hmm. money in a in like a recession type yep. you know atmosphere is very normal i mean like that's normal and she does it really well clearly <laughs> multiple times a day <laughs> five days a week for full benefits Oh, man. Yeah. Man, what we won't do for health insurance. <laughs> right? <laughs> what you won't do for health insurance, some other gal will do. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> else will do. Don't worry. <laughs> that was my lived experience with Morning Glory Milking Farm by C.M. Nescosta, a monster bait romance in the Cambric Creek universe. And I'm going to be honest, I'll probably read the next one because it was fun. So if you want to be unhinged and get your read on and learn exactly what it takes to milk a minotaur successfully and be top of the field, 
Go to Kendall Unlimited. Check out Morning Glory Milking Farm. Thank you, Emily, for reading it. I unsure if I will read it, but <laughs> maybe. Fair. Solid maybe. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys next time. Jane, Emily, and Nora would like to thank Benji for the theme music. Follow at Mood Readers Podcast on Instagram and let us know if you've read any of the books we covered. We'll talk to you again at the next book club.